Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. Time for Ben's story of the day, the freshly shorn Ben, which should allow brain cells to emanate even easier from his cranium now that the beard is down to a stubble and the hair is down to the brush strokes, right? Airflow to the radiators are keeping me nice and cool. We're back up to full fighting order. There we go. There we go. You should, I mean, you should have seen the before that we, it's a shame I didn't know you were going to do this. I would have taken a picture before on my camera and then, you know, done a before and after. But Ben looks like the guy who was lost in the wilderness of Alaska for six months. Actually, better example. He looks like Tom Hanks from Castaway on the island and then on the airplane on the way home from the island. I he do is ha- just a new man. I have all my teeth though. No skating. <laughs> That's Skates disgusting. Were, uh... That was disgusting. All right. Ben's story of the day goes like this. Ben is back at the home office. I am going to give Ben three stories from around the world. And then the freshly shorn, newly groomed Ben will decide which one is his story of the day. And Ben, we're going to begin today in Vancouver with what might be the most Canadian of Canadian stories. Ooh. At least the most Canadian story not involving Nanaimo bars, Molson Canadian, or a lumberjack jacket. But (laughs) the next best thing on the pecking order of Canadianism. This story involves a beaver. Yes. Love them. Thousands of residents of Prince George, uh, uh, of a suburb of Prince George called Tumblr Ridge, were without internet for hours because a beaver chewed through the wiring, the cabling that carried internet into that town, I guess thinking it was a stick that it was going to take to its dam, but a beaver took out internet in a town in Canada. I love the idea that it was doing this intentionally. It knew what it was doing the whole time. And this was wholly malicious. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It said, I'm tired of people not being out in the wild looking at my well-crafted dam. I got to get them out of their house by stopping their internet. Yes, it's, um, it is, I, you know, I can almost picture this scene with the, Music from Hinterland Who's Who playing in the background <laughs> while the beaver is gnawing away and a voice talking, you know, very softly and wistfully about the the river beaver. Anyway, there you go. Beavers stopping the internet. Story number two. Now, this one I find the next two stories are both legal stories and they both puzzle me because I don't think that in either case you could have this happen in Canada. Nonetheless, the first one comes from Japan where a guy has been charged for serial dating. Oh. He was dating, it says, 35 different women simultaneously, convincing them all that he was interested in them and serious about them in order, with his birthday coming up, that he would get 35 really nice birthday gifts. That apparently is the, according to the police, is the motivation and the driving force behind this scheme. Nice birthday gifts. But I don't think, is that illegal? I mean, it's not nice. It's probably not moral. It's not ethical. But you can date as many women as you want in Canada at one time, can't you? Or men. I don't think this would be illegal, but in Japan, he has been, he has been... Maybe he has been charged. Maybe the argument is you're defrauding them of things. You know, you're going to spend your money on me. Well, and again, you can say, all right, um, he gave, according to the police report, he gave every woman a different birth date for himself so that they would. <laughs> but even then, 
is is dating not caveat emptor? Is it not, you know, I mean, if we suddenly put in a law that said if someone gives you bad information or makes up a story on dates, every single person on a dating website who posts one of those pictures that's not really an accurate representation of themselves could be charged. I'm really not who six a, foot seven. Well, who posts a picture of themselves? At least, or even if they do, that's not touched up or airbrushed or the perfect angle. No one posts a picture of themselves sitting there eating their macaroni and cheese with a mouthful and, you know, looking like they've just come home after a day of work. Nobody does. Maybe that's the trick. I am the most authentic person in all of the dating scene. Here's proof. This is my sixth lab. I drink six packs of beer. Enjoy. All right. Story number three comes from Oklahoma where a woman was wanting to change her name at the government office, wherever you change your name. Uh, I, it does, it's not clear if she was just wanting to change her name because, or if she got married and it was putting in her married name or whatever. Anyway, she went to change her name and got a note back saying, you must call this government office. We need to speak to you. There's a problem. So she calls the government office and she has a charge out for her. She's got a warrant out for her that she has been charged in Cleveland where she used to live with felony embezzlement. Oh. And she's like, felony embezzlement? What are they saying that I did? Well, back in 1999, she did not return a VHS copy of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. (laughs) And they say her keeping that VHS tape was felony embellish- embezzlement because she's had it all these years. She goes, I don't even remember watching that. Not not surprisingly. Anyway, uh, she's trying to get it sorted out. But as of still right now, she has an outstanding warrant against her for holding on to a 22-year-old videotape. I could just imagine, what, what am I charged with, officer? You haven't returned your VHS tape in 22 years. That's what's the issue. Yeah, that's uh, you know how many people are going to be facing charges if that was the case. How many people, when when Blockbuster shut down, just kept VHS tapes because well, who am I returning it to? You could reopen Blockbuster probably with that many late fees. You probably could. Will your story of the day today be the very Canadian beaver that chewed out internet? in a Vancouver suburb? Will it be the Japanese man who serial dated 35 women to get 35 birthday gifts? Or will it be the Oklahoma woman wanted as a hardened criminal for keeping her copy of Sabrina the Teenage Witch on VHS since 1999? I like the idea of this hardened criminal. This person who's probably going to get a lot of tattoos in prison for... What are you in for? Uh... Didn't return Sabrina the Teenage Witch VHS from 1999, I think. Yep, she's going to come That's out it. and her, her, she's going to have a jail name of Spike or something. And uh, <laughs> she, she's, yeah, tattoos, homemade tattoos everywhere. And yes, it'll be, she'll be a hardened, hardened criminal. The sleeve, all pen ink, all pen ink in here. Oh yeah, I can't feel anything. All, all lines from Sabrina the Teenage Witch <laughs> down her arm. All right, there you go. Ben's story of the day. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Radley Show weeknights from 6 to 8 on 900 CHML.